0: The restaurant is inspired by the hit TV show and features a menu approved by the Michelin star celebrity chef, Gordon Ramsay himself. Hope to see you all at Harris Resort SoCal in 2024.
1: My name is Johnny De Nguyen. I am the founder of VQ Media. We are a platform that focuses on all
0: things related to VQs and entertainment arts. Welcome to the Vietnamese. I'm your host, Kenneth Nguyen. Being part of a culture of nearly 100 million Vietnamese people in the world today comes with a lot of pain, proud history, and privilege. Join me as I highlight and explore the Vietnamese experience from all over the world. What triggered you to actually start an actual media company to do this?
1: Uh, What triggered me was um, I used to work in the media about a a decade ago. I worked in the the Vietnamese American media. And... um, while there i've experimented with content that was probably more closer to my not only my age group but also um the subjects that i was interested in but because it was a vietnamese language based um, network um anything that all anything that related to uh, using english as my um uh, as as the, the primary language um and doing content that was more for the younger was not the um, was the was the minority, and I realized that um, in 2020 when I started kind of looking back into the media here in North America or, or in the U.S., it was pretty much the same. There were younger there were young younger um, presenters or hosts that were doing talk shows and programs, but again, it wasn't. Um, uh, content that i related to so um and i started the search and i was motivated to create vq media because um i was looking for my passion which is music i was looking for musicians that did lack of a better word more westernized type of um music or more music that i would hear on top 40 radio and uh i uh, didn't i through the usual channels i couldn't find it so i realized once i went through a, a, a kind of uh, different routes to find these um vietnamese artists um uh, vietnamese artists i i increasingly just found the the need to um to put them all in kind of like, put them all on a database or put them all in a category and um that kind of just snowballed into um things even outside of music so when i came up with the name vq it's that was the best way to kind of yeah group all of these all of this content um uh, together
0: yeah that's that's uh i'm so glad that you didn't call it vidq music or you know identify one specific direction that you're going into because leaving it open allows us to kind of really dip into this uh curated sort of um place that we can come and consume a lot more than just the music
1: yeah i mean that's ultimately i mean i do have um sub um brands but um i decided to call it VQ Media because there wasn't any any kind of media um uh, platform that was focusing on um all things related to VQ. so uh i decided why not why not do it
0: You know, a big fear of mine um, that I see with communities of uh, like the Japanese or um, the Chinese, once they've been acculturated in the United States or or France or Germany, wherever their new country is, they sort of, you know, two or three generations in, they don't really care about the origins or where they come from. And that's a natural human sort of uh progression right you have to adapt to your new culture and it your fusing of your 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 mother culture and your new culture becomes sort of like the new third culture and the work that you and i are doing you know we're we're sort of showcasing what's happening right now but you know i wonder and i've wanted to ask you this in in two generations from where we are right now are they really going to care anymore or is it something that's going to be a, a complete, like they'll look back on, on the work that we're doing and they're just going to be like, Oh, okay. They were just, these guys were just right in the middle of transitioning into yeah. Americans or
1: Germans. Yeah. And I think that's, that's actually, cause I was on that journey. Um, you know, in my early and most of my teens and twenties, assimilation meant everything to me cause I was, you know, I'm, I'm American born. Um, my Vietnamese heritage or my Vietnamese identity was in front of me at home, but it was always in the form of just the food and I kind of, or, or just my, my family, but I, w- I kind of took it for granted. I didn't look deeper besides just some of the other pop culture stuff such as Parish by Night, when we have get togethers and karaoke. I, that's to the extent of what Vietnamese was to me in, in my teens, but it was um, it was more so trying to, in junior high or high school, Fitting in with my peers, I went to uh, um, um, to school with um, pretty diverse um, uh, communities, uh, and that's actually that was that was a really cool experience. Unlike some of, um, other Vietnamese that I've spoken to, but I kind of just cared more about fitting in or kind of being more of the American, um, identifying more with my American side than anything. So it wasn't until um, actually when I started working for. The media in my early 20s was when, when i realized that a lot of the things that i discovered while let's say for instance doing interviews or speaking to uh, community leaders i had i i couldn't relate because it was i um i couldn't relate to them because i maybe it was a language there was a little bit of my language proficiency i don't speak it or comprehend it to that level um but also it's just some of the mannerisms and the and the and the things that make vietnamese being you know some of our our own stuff so um that made me kind of look at, reflect and go hmm how much you know how come i didn't really discover or are proud of um of of my my vietnamese roots or my, my my heritage i mean and how come i never really kind of dove deeper into my language um and it's and i think it came to i don't know much about the history i mean i think uh one of the things about um growing up um we all know like dark horse in the room or is about the trauma that happened during 1975 you know the, the the war um and what happened to we can we know that it was tough for many many hundreds of thousands of people that fled the country but to the extent of how like the details of it and i know it's not a uh, it's a heavy topic but i people you know the young people didn't we don't know those details and then also the older folks they don't want to talk about it because it's both a it's a painful conversation um showing back that memory and um and for us we as kids we don't really want to bring it up so that they're sad or or, or depressed so it's kind of that conversation that we don't know anything about but i feel now in my later 30s if i knew the extent of the um, the the events and the you know the personal trauma that they went through, I think that I would take my t- um take my Vietnamese heritage um uh, look at my Vietnamese heritage in a very different way, in a very proud way, because being a a firstborn American, uh um, here like we are very very truly lucky to be in a country where we're able to go after what we if what, what we truly are passionate about you know and having this almost now especially in the in the in the 20 um now in 2021 having the ability to kind of operate from a place of abundance versus a place of scarcity yeah. which i know that was kind of what um the uh, the the refugees and the immigrant uh, generation kind of had to go through
0: yeah you know? and I, I actually want to piggyback on that what you're saying the scarcity yes. and the abundance um n- the previous generation was just so busy making money to survive making right to meet. Mm-hmm. they had to spend that first decade just crawling out of the hole of like uh financial ruin and just trying to get back on their feet and i think that that time that they spent kind of like Clawing back out of the hole of having no money and, and and barely getting by, they didn't have time to really ponder on what just happened. Like you know, no, not at all. Yeah. And and also it just, it's truly. I mean, when I'm
1: hearing some of these events, because there's a lot of there's programs yeah. now. Um, are uh, different people in the media. Um, one notable one to note is the, um, the the Vietnamese boat people um, podcast yes. where they go into these stories and it's um as painful as it is to hear it, it's almost, it's healing for them to finally get it out. Hmm. Uh, And that's what I feel. I feel personally that I want to encourage the, um, that generation to speak about it now, because it is 40 plus years now, um, for the younger generation, um, to really like appreciate that it, you know, the, the, what they did when, um, what they went through and what they, um, How much they had to hustle in order to put food on the table and and and, and so forth so i
0: i also feel sometimes though that a lot of them came out of this generation where like my parents generation they basically grew up throughout the entire time of war they don't they didn't i don't think that for my mom i don't think that there was a time in her memory because like starting in 1954 1950 she was born and coming out of like into existence, into the world, there was war happening constantly. And she was four years old and she left uh, the north and went down to south. And there was this constant shelling and and bombs going off and dying. And so I don't think in her memory there was never a period of peace. And and you're right. It was just sort of like the norm and then, okay, let's pack up and go again. Second exodus, we leave and then there's no there's no thought and contemplation. There's no time to contemplate. So we're born, you and I, we're, we're, we're born into the world and we sort of like uh, exist for a long time without questioning because, you know, nobody's talking about it. Everybody's just trying to go mm-hmm. through school and exist. And then now you and I are like at the point where we're like, okay, now we're going to start where we where are we from we're not we're not from here and then we go back to vietnam we're not from there and we're not from there too and that that's, the shit makes sense
1: and that's actually an interesting part because actually i felt i felt that it was a yeah. i've been in vietnam several several times almost every other year and so forth my first time was in my teens and it was a short period but as i increasingly keep going back and the country continuously and the country is very young you know you and i both know that um and the the as the country progresses and kind of the um uh, uh, more folks are in leadership uh, young, these younger folks are in leadership position there's almost this the, the viewpoint of um us as vagues we're just look how would i even phrase it it would be um they 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 look at us in the west like we are just we're we're we're, we're more american than we are vietnamese because I agree. And they're like, so when we go back there, they're like, are you here because you wanna you wanna be here to learn more about your heritage? Are you here to, kind of, like Pose take your advantage boss. of us? Yeah. You know, are are you are you doing anything to better our yeah our just, our identity at, yeah. to the, to the global world? So there's almost this, and 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 speaking a little bit deeper to this, there are folks from the VQ community. They come back there. They kind of share, hey, I'm from the West. Um, I got lots of money. I'm educated a certain way, and you know you guys over here we're we're better than you they kind of have they, they bring that kind of uh arrogant kind of vibe right and that doesn't sit well with the um with with the local vietnamese um because their their economy is doing great especially in these uh um, um in in these metropolitan cities and um the projection uh, the outlook of the country it's pretty favorable in terms of its positioning there in Southeast Asia at the moment. Yeah.
0: If you go back to Vietnam with that attitude, you're gonna lose. You're gonna yeah. lose. So I hit, I hit my brother and I up uh, a few weeks ago and asked, you know, I'm a mayor, you know, I'm gonna go back and, uh, you know, I'm gonna do some business. And I'm like, oh, that's not really the right way to approach, uh, you know, you kind of have to like, go back a few trips and really understand the people and become part of the right. community and integrate yourself into the cultural existence that's happening already and
1: correct and i think there there's actually a good um how i share this with people with um vietnamese whether in their 20s or 30s is similar to um certain religions where almost every year it's practice it's a practice for them to go back to that religious city um for them to mm-hmm. honor and observe and just kind of soak in mm-hmm. their culture and i feel with the vietnamese um you don't really it, it's it's hard to put the words, but when you go into a country where everyone is of your heritage, um, it's gonna make you reflect on reflect on yourself who and, who and who you are. So from that, and then from that point, you start asking your internal questions, like you know, um, how much of this heritage do I really know? Um, how um, why didn't I Look into this further. How come? You know, the, it, those are all. Everyone has their own process, but I feel like I encourage every um, VQ living um, that was born um, outside of Vietnam make the trip back, so that way you can kind of say um, take take it all in, and then from there, you know, um, we'll, you'll do something about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can pivot from that um, that information that you that you soak in after a few trips mm-hmm. and and being part of that. Yep. So I, I have a completely random question that sure, um, sure. made me think uh, the earlier part of our conversation made me think of when you um, sort of do this curation and picking out uh, uh, music or whatever field sports it could be or anything in the mainstream. There's a lot of things
1: now, man. A lot yeah. of things
0: yeah. That I've, that I've seen that you do. What are you going um, and here's the it's a tricky question. It's a fine line, I think, in when I look at you and what you have to kind of like, um, go through, (laughs) do you curate for quality. Do you curate for quantity? Do you curate for a personal sort of angle that you're looking for? What is it that makes you sort of reach out to an artist and go, Hey, I want you to be part of my movement.
1: Um, for phase one, it's quantity because, um, when I started my journey uh, with VQ, which was October of 2020, um, I was genuinely just curious to find as many as as I could. Because it wasn't, I had to go through a lot of different um, s- tactics or um, search strategies in order to find uh, f- find these artists. Because not all of them, when it comes to their, because we're talking about, let's go specific to music, not everyone will use their name in their identity, like their Vietnamese name in their identity, or their their last name in their identity. They also have creative names, so it's like it's not a simple of let's look up all the wins, let's look it up all the fams. So, um, so w- so I had to look deep into bios, which in some cases those aren't really SEO, you know, search engine optimized. Um, so I just had I, I I I whenever I found kind of like a um, a, a good um a good group of people like i find maybe 10 at a time then i kind of go into like uh, i'll use spotify as an example like then they'll they'll start suggesting me maybe someone that sounds similar and then from there um i the more i kind of promoted that i am looking for all these artists the more people were sending me uh, wow. referrals I'm like oh i got i got somebody over here then i expanded it from the u.s uh, which was easier for me to find because I'm, you know, from here. Then I expanded my search to all the other um, VQ communities, Canada, Europe. And that's when things got really, really interesting. Because wow. when I went to, for example, when I started doing searches in Europe, um, I found artists that just went by their Vietnamese um, first name and not last name, but they used the Vietnamese spelling of it. And the, when I asked them and reached out to them, why? It's because That is the part that they know people are not going to be able to pronounce it but they gives them the ability to kind of show their heritage um in their in their artistry right like i am i'm I'm, i may not be putting that in my bio that i'm a vietnamese dutch or vietnamese you know but you see my name you'll know to ask me what my heritage is you know so i thought that was interesting um as i kind of went deeper over to the uh the 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 European side of things, and then went down to, to Australia, found um, a lot of great artists from down there as well, in terms of they, uh, and their sense of like, they're, they're really wanting to find a community, um, both a creative community, but also a Vietnamese community to kind of get that support. So it was a, it, uh, you know, that's, so I went with quantity, for, quantity first, but now I'm kind of moving, uh, and since then, I'm actually over 200 plus now, which is, I think, in a it's a great it's a it's a great number to share to everyone because when I ask each of these individual artists how many Vietnamese do you, Vietnamese artists do you know outside of like V-pop or Paris by Night, right? As an example, they're like mm, maybe one or two. I'm like, how about 200? And then that's a conversation starter. It's uh, and then I expand that into like all the different types of genres music genres that we're in and that blows people's minds so
0: yeah your your work uh on a very um basic premise level is fascinating because you are actually uncovering and unearthing these artists that are otherwise kind of buried in the media landscape um their their actual cultural background is is not apparent but that brings me to a, another another uh, question here about why? Um, why would these artists not reveal uh, their names? I mean, you know what, why <laughs> is a, a very relative question, but uh, is it? Um, is it something that we uh, should question? You know, I, I think that's my my, my, my real uh, curiosity here is should we question? As Vietnamese Americans, should we question the fact that that these things are hidden, or should we applaud it and appreciate it? I mean, how should we think about these things? That's that's
1: actually a very good question. Um, When I first, I can always speak from when I uh, discovered it. I'll talk. I'll start with this um, artist that he actually intentionally chose um, uh, a Japanese um, name for his artist name, uh, which was just, his name is Casey. Um, and I guess in, uh, Japanese it was, um, uh, Keshi was a much more, what was the Japanese equivalent of it. And I think he did that. So, cause he was looking at it from a character perspective and not his, uh, cultural identity. Um, and, and that's, that's just what I gathered in terms of when he spoke about it in interviews, but, um, from a marketing standpoint, it worked because most people did not, up until 2021, did not even know that he came from uh, a Vietnamese Vietnamese. heritage. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, it was his label, which is he's with Universal Music because they're marketing him more in the um, Vietnam market at the moment, um, that they finally revealed that, hey, my name is Casey Leung. I'm from Texas and I am actually Vietnamese. So that tidbit in terms of his marketing, two years after the fact, is now, now more known now. to the public. But prior to that, I think the fa- it was a fascinating, um, um, for fans to kind of figure out like, is he Japanese? But he doesn't look Japanese. Is he Korean? Or um, there's no way he could be Vietnamese, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was, for whatever reason um, it was, it it worked. Now, what now that his identity his or his heritage has been revealed, I do I am curious to ask him and also to talk to his team about look, what are you gonna do about it now? you know um, are you are are, are you um, embracing
0: it? Are embracing it? it?
1: are you are are you reaching out to the community for support? because you have fans. you have both in Vietnam, I read some of the comments. the um, the fans were just they heard of his music before and th- when they found out he was vietnamese yes that did that that did get them more committed to um to him as well you know as a uh but but yeah i feel there, there, there needs to go that deeper big, and,
0: and there's i think that, that, there's that big but you know there's like, a but
1: cuz there was a part in the conversation or he said like well it was a little bit um and i'm not picking on him but i do want to ask him this is uh, expanding on that interview who's like Oh, I can only speak up to a certain level. I can only speak, I like he. He would say something like, "I can address my ông nội," and then, and I can maybe say some of the food, but that's all I can speak in Vietnamese. I feel that that's a more def- that's a defeated um, type of um, of a, a response. Like he should say something like, "I I was limited in my Vietnamese, but you know I wanna I'm I wanna learn more, or I want you know I wanna connect more." Um, um. So I think it needs to what I what I encourage. Um, these younger artists in their 20s or even in, even in their 30s is you know if don't let language our language and which is a big thing i'm 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 challenging even myself this next five years uh, don't let language be that kind of like i'm i'm it's too late for me now to really learn it you know um be proud of it look at a cultures like um, the koreans are actually a very good example of mm-hmm. that a korean-american you, they're most majority of korean americans are very proud to speak korean first yep. um the japanese americans you know that's a different conversation you know but the the koreans are and, and and it's because i think there's this sense of pride they have in their their heritage and their culture and they come from the diaspora as well and you know born and raised here in america or or, or what have you but they're they're their attention to their language and their culture is is something to be very um there's
0: there's a few things that i want to hop in here there's um this ambiguity of not knowing that keshi's vietnamese right that needs to kind of be addressed and you know this might not be the appropriate time to address it because um he's on his way up and we want to support that right yeah and I have that,
1: and I'm going to support him in terms of his musical journey because he is. At, there is no question from at least uh from uh, in the American market right now, in the global market, he is the one that's paving the way um that comes from a Vietnamese heritage in the diaspora. So there, there's no question about where he's headed. He, you know? He's
0: a, in the leader of the pack.
1: He's right the now. leader of the pack. The where pack. you know, where, if we're speaking about local Vietnamese, there's a few other names that I would mention, but that's 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 Vietnam. a different movement yeah we're talking about the vik a very prime example of a VQ is and
0: mainstream and mainstream, mainstream. us right well here's the thing i don't uh there's no way that i i would i would hold that against anybody because there's a history of that in the united states all the jews they changed their names they anglified their names and they took the berg or the stein out of their names to reflect um, a more mainstream um, you know you you go down the list of Jewish actors and singers and comedians throughout the history of Hollywood they remove those names right so they anglified their names you go through uh, rosters of all of these Latino Latinx um, uh, entertainers they do the same thing so Having Keshi do the same thing, make it more ambiguous and make it more sort of like we don't know where he's from. He's just we know we could see that he's Asian and that's an Asian name, but we can't pinpoint you know, the country of origin. So there's a history of all this stuff. I I get that that's the tradition and maybe that's the the marketing angle for it. But at what point do we have to draw the line and say, hey, uh, we should not buy into this anymore and we should. But it might be a struggle to 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 go with Casey Leung. I, I So thing. from
1: a marketing standpoint, I think that yes, keshi's gonna have um, you know the keshi when he talked about that, he talked about it in almost like in a third person. It's like it's a character, right? But now that he's kind of identified, he's revealed. It's like an actor. He's revealed that he is Casey Leung for the Vietnamese audience. Me, you. Let's get to know Casey Leung and what is Casey Leung gonna do about um. In terms of kind of he he's going to get to a star power. A star, you know, he's, gonna, he's, a, he's a star in the making. Is he going to continue on the path of I'm just I, I happen to be Vietnamese and um and 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 I do music and like and not really kind of go deeper within that? Or is he gonna um or is he gonna do something and be like, okay, now I got the world watching. I'm in. Um, I'm, I'm making waves, and I'm gonna try to show other VQs or other Vietnamese that I'm going to um, make us proud. You know, so and I think that he, in order for him to make that decision, again, what I said earlier, and you know, um, in our talk, maybe he needs to make another trip um, back to Vietnam, where it's not a, it's not a trip to go just see his Noi or go see and just eat the food. Maybe he needs to hmm. go to the city, go to Hue, go to like, and, and go like, wow, this is what. The country my family came from or you know and and maybe dive into that and then we and and then when he comes back l- let's see what kind of impact that makes maybe, maybe... or
0: getting into collabs
1: i mean that's one way to to really well I, that yeah musically i think in terms of where he's headed i agree and business wise and marketing wise i think that is a 100 percent be. Um, i think to. universal um universal music which is his major label that he's a part of they have subsidiaries in vietnam you know um for those who don't know uh, vietnam has a representative um office of all the major labels warner sony um universal columbia i mean def jam they're wow. all there so they didn't market him like they introduced him just as of now as um a vietnamese heritage but i I, I know that their goal, at least in that part of the region, is let's let's do a one or two collabs with um, mm-hmm. the Vietnamese.
0: This is a great topic, it's such a fascinating topic that is also difficult to kind of talk about because, uh, you know, on the one hand, we want to support, you know, rising artists and stars and, you know, in our community. But at the same time, we're just like, I we can't stand for this r- repetition of whitewashing our or in this case it's not even whitewashing it's kind of like <laughs> you know it's a, it's a different yeah, yeah. thing it's it's a different thing it's now you're just uh an asian right you're just a yellow you're just an you're an asian you're and i asian. think that yeah so that worked for him
1: to this point and i think yeah. that from a you know as an act let's just use it like uh put him in the category of like an actor that is his that is the role and all that but let's let's add more character to Keshi the brand, right? The world knows now there is no the world knows that he is a Vietnamese heritage, you know, even though it's a Japanese name, he's a Vietnamese heritage. Let's expand on that. So I'm I'm speaking now to Casey, the 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 um the, the the person behind it. Let's expand that, bro. You know, let's 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 add um some let's let's add a few elements and I'm not I'm not saying the you know the language part of it, but let's just maybe add other folks that come from your same heritage into well- we, we
0: can get into the discussion of what it means to be of Korean Japanese uh, descent as an artist or what it means to be as a Vietnamese or a Laotian or Cambodian or a Thai, you know, Southeast Asian uh, name. Right. I mean, there's this impli- it's there's some implied um, maybe marketing sort of like uh, uh, ideas behind naming yourself after Japanese. So. If you, you know, you had mentioned the Korean language and Vietnamese. or Korean Americans are very proud of you very know, proud, very proud. And you even have so many Vietnamese kids that I know that speak Korean fluently. That's some shit. They can't <laughs> even speak Vietnamese, but they can speak Korean fluently. Let's let's the even go fuck beyond is that. that all Actually, you no,
1: know, even even um, that's what I find amazing with the both two cultures, the Korean and the Japanese um, pop culture, because. The their fans are their supporters. They're not having to learn English to consume their entertainment. Yeah, they are actually going there, looking how, trying to learn Korean to consume it. They're they're put they're putting the English subtitles so they can follow along, but they're trying to not transcribe it to english they're trying to speak it in inside Korean. their language yeah and same thing with the japanese when you go to here in la when you go to an anime expo um these you know americans are going there dressing and, and and consuming the culture in the way that the japanese do so it's not um so i i i applaud that in terms of what um the both those countries have done in terms of Bringing their their entertainment to that kind of um, um, that level, and I I I I would feel really proud one day that we as um, Vietnamese, not just as Vietnamese Americans, but as Vietnamese, um, we get to that where we go to a concert and we see um, or we go to any kind of um uh, show and it's predominantly Vietnamese and it's all, uh and people are going there to uh, um to consume it in it's it it's natural way
0: you know i i've had this conversation with uh chef winbui he's like a really close friend of mine he's been on the podcast and we talk about this it's like you have korean and uh, korean and japanese culture they're so uh militant about practicing or diving into their art and they're just so uh um one-minded you know single-minded they're just like a, attacking their 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 craft so hard, and it becomes this sort of uh, they they produce these things that are tight and uh, well thought out and well designed, and it it comes with this a, a, a heritage of a lineage of 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 people and and traditions that go sometimes hundreds of years, you know, whether it's making knives or. It's uh, martial arts or whatever that that they that they have that produces uh, these quality products that make followers uh, come from the United States, from Europe, from all over the world, white people, Asian people, black people really become fans of like Korean products and Japanese products because they're just so well made and well thought out.
1: Right. Are we missing
0: that? in our culture now, let's yes. just really talk I, about that because it's like know, I, that's the elephant in the room right that's like we're missing that sort so, of i know uh, i i
1: i do want to expand so i what i because i'm in the creative arts and um one thing i found that about our heritage that um we had actually a rich history of so even to an american myself um we actually have quite a rich history in in, in create in creative arts right like um, wood carving, painting, uh, all these different things. Like we are as a we're very creative. yes, <laughs> but everyone knows for the, you know, decades, we've been just fighting. And it's not just what happened in seventy five. It's like we constantly are, you know, uh, you mentioned earlier, very beautifully, where like our our parents, they grew up like in survival mode, yeah, <laughs> grew up and and I, you know, i I, I can only imagine um, that if I was put in that position, I wouldn't even be thinking about creators, bro. No. I would just be like, man, I got to go hustle, man. I got to go, you know, I'm about to, you know, things can happen any day, any day now. So, and they now, did happen any day. Bombs and it did. And and it, yeah. it literally did. So I think that as a, as being me, as a community, and as a, we, we had to kind of put creatives to the side, um, for a long time. And now I feel that things are kind of catching up. We're in a better place right now. We're able to kind of look back at some of the things that we do well. Um, and and so we're taking our time in terms of focusing on quality. So I think the shift now, and I think it's gonna be for the next 10 years, we are starting to focus on quality and unique identity so we can share that with the world, right? So I'm seeing that in filmmaking. I'm seeing that in music. Um, if, you know, kind of a, a quick conversation about V-pop. If you look at V-pop right now, um, w- and why V-pop is beyond more popular than music that was created from the um, the Vietnamese uh, music community um, is because V-pop standards now are almost at the same level of K-pop. Like because the younger consumers, it they, their choice is not American pop and um, and and uh, uh, and K-pop. So for the the consumers over there, the younger kids is like, I'm either going to listen to K-pop or I'm listening to V-pop. So it has to be on part one or the
0: other yeah
1: one or the other exactly so these <clears throat> artists are like oh man i can't do a a cheap video anymore i can't look just like i'm just got out of bed you know which i have to look very i have art. to look like a star you yeah. know yeah. so you i think the quality ball. is quality is starting to really become emphasis em- emphasize um you know uh, people in the art and the painting world their their skills are elevated so i think that vietnam as a uh, uh, we Vietnamese, we're starting to really show what we're made of, and uh, we're 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 shifting from scarcity into like truly who we are, you know.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love the fact that we're evolving, and our um, community is growing, and the creatives are getting stronger and more disciplined. And you know, fuck that attitude of you know. We yeah. we, we gotta like we gotta take it up a, a few notches. And um, and then that's that's kind of something I'm starting to see shifted because. Um,
1: Again, kind of here, even um, in the um, VQ community in Orange County, there's the 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 ones that take a certain, the, the the process of art um, more uh, they're very prideful, and others are kind of like, let's just do it to make money. Let, you know what I mean? And there's this always um, like actually that phrase you just said. I hear that all the time before. Just just um, just get it, it done. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't care. But but. When you have a, when you have actually Vietnamese coming from Vietnam here and showing, no, that's not cool, no, you know, mm-hmm. we, um, you want to put out a music video or you want to put out a product, it has to be a quality. Then it, you can see almost the face, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I, I, we, 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 we just need to get invited to go sing. That's all that matters. We don't need to, put, <laughs> you know, so, so it's, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a very, it's shifting, man. It's shifting right in front of us. And then now that with me and curating and promoting um original um music uh coming from these young amazing artists they're also looking at that like holy crap wait a minute yeah (laughs) um this is this is catching on because i'm you know it's it the shift is happening and i think people are taking a lot more pride in that um so uh i I i truly feel if we can um if we can encourage um people of um uh, of 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 our generation to kind of go back and discover their heritage i think that the next three to five years the, our conversation that we're having is actually going to be quite different it's going yeah. to be we, we're we going to see probably um a lot more of this movement of like everyone's you know when vietnamese get together we may be speaking all vietnamese with each other you know what i mean just like and i still see that till this day with koreans i go to, and i see them hang out with each other and it's like you know they talk about it right just like very much like the um uh, the uh, the Latino and Spanish community mm-hmm. they very very proud they don't they're not called a fob or they're not called exactly. which is an out of date term you know it's a very out of date term but like mm-hmm. they're not called that um, because they speak that language because language Spanish language is looked as looked as as cool it's romantic it's because uh, it is it actually I, I I love the language I actually sing and speak a bit of it you know because I was I was um in a large community of it. Yeah. but I I want kind of that same where I'm talking to my my boys, I'm talking to my friends, and um and we can talk Vietnamese and uh, just be like it's a normal thing.
0: Absolutely, let's shift the conversation to sports because that's sure. something that I've been noticing uh, on your that's uh, a big channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, huge shift, and I'm uh very curious about. Uh, what's going on what are the sort of the big things that are happening in that world because i am so disconnected from it because you know i'm i didn't i wasn't raised in it, but that's not an excuse anymore right the i have to now start paying attention because i think it's important to to pay attention to this uh several people have made it uh, very clear to me that you know this is something that we need to be talking about
1: so sports um music what i've realized in promoting music um not everyone's into it And to that deep of a level, right? But um, you're having parties and you're hanging out with your boys. You get into a sports conversation. Guys go, guys, guys and girls, and depending on you know, they 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 can talk stats, man. They can go detail, you know. So I feel like sports is a much more um, important thing to cover from a media perspective, um, and because of that, it's a it's it's more common than music because people are a lot more people are 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 passive about music you know passive listeners that's what we call it right they hear a cool song but you go do you remember the name of the artist not really man it's cool man that you know i just i'm vibing you know which is kind of where music how music is viewed as um, to consume it's just it's atmospheric it's just a vibe right but with sports people get consumed with sports basketball uh, football um, and in vietnam uh soccer all right and to the rest of the world actually is soccer right so now kind of let's talk about representation um representation in sports um there are actually there are a few sports that um vietnamese in the diaspora VQs, are starting to see representation in um one that's most that that i'm following very closely is um basketball um for the past couple of years um there's been there's a family uh out in um out in la that has two amazing athletes um two sons that are making noise in the collegiate, collegiate world and one that's about to make history in the uh, potentially being the first um to get drafted mm. into the nba you know so um so the so with that being said um, I find that we're at a very pivotal point in terms of as parents are seeing these kids go, um, grow up and looking at um, looking at uh, what they want to do when they get to their 20s, I feel that the, uh, prior to that, most, most parents would definitely say, don't look at music, don't look at sports because there's nobody that looks like us that has made it, man. You know what I mean? We are in 2021, we we are seeing a shift in that. So this young man, he play, plays for UCLA. Um his name is Johnny Juzang, and he's um 20 years old, but um he is he, he he he's making an incredible run that he he's having an incredible run um in terms of his career uh and is starting to and and it's gotten so much noise that he has the interest of um the nba um, why i want to showcase that on um, that story is because in order for him to get to that level he's 20 years old his parents his parents had to sacrifice um and maneuver and make decisions as a family so that he could be the best that he could yep. you know and not just do it part-time like going all in because you know um and so they and they did that so and uh, so He uh, so now he's in a position where I think most people that are in high school or in junior high, they're going to look at this and go, oh, my God, like if I want to play basketball um, uh, for a living, there is somebody that that comes from my heritage and and that that's going to do it. There's also a young woman that was on your show recently that is also moving in that path. So as I kind of started to uncover just the game of basketball and some of the players coming from it. I'm looking at here in Orange County. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of young athletes in um, in high school that are that are actually choosing that path. They're playing it uh, and they're doing well. They're winning offensive player of the year, things like that, and they're starting to make that decision to go to college to potentially play basketball. So I think that it's important for me to cover um, to cover these two very um, once in a lifetime stories. So that people, so that uh, these kids can start kind of really committing to um, choosing that as a legitimate pathway. You know, now expanding upon basketball, there are also, um, we, you know, we all know Asians love martial arts and it's a great discipline and so forth. But in the world of mixed martial arts, there are quite a few um MMA fighters that come from the Vietnamese heritage there's uh, some OGs but there's also a new class um all over the world in Australia and um Canada America and actually a girl in Switzerland as well that is coming from the combat sport world so as i'm kind of diving deeper into that i'm not talking about five i'm talking about at least 20 like Johnny, mixed when, artists.
0: Well, I'm 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 begging you now whenever you start to talk about these things Let's bring in some names because I'm sitting here going, oh, I want to know about this, you know, uh, talk about it and and expose sure. their names. Like, you know, you talked about uh, Miley Jones. And Miley Jones, about, we talked yeah. about uh, So
1: earlier was uh, Johnny Juzang in terms of basketball. And yeah. he's his his brother who actually um, played for played for Harvard and went over to Vietnam to play for the professional league, uh, the VBA. His name is um, Christian mm-hmm. Juzang. And I've interviewed him several times. Um, um, so then, on the mixed MMA. martial arts side. On the MMA side, we have um, who's a legend now, at least into our community, uh, Kung Um, He He's fought um, in all the professional um, uh, uh, promotions. Um, There's also um, uh, Martin Wynn out of Australia. There is... um,
0: Ben uh, Wynn, also out of Australia.
1: That's right. And then there's there's a couple of females. I'm actually covering this fight. Um, Andy Wynn out of... um, uh, She's out of south carolina so she's in the east coast um uh, yeah south carolina is correct and then she's fighting a vietnamese um uh, switzerland she's mm-hmm. from switzerland um and they're they're fighting uh july 31st um and that's very you know and i don't believe it's going to be uh on ufc fight pass um yeah so they're
0: fighting out of italy so yeah they're subsiding. fighting out of italy
1: and so it's um so it's 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 pretty cool and then there's also b um b win or she's a uh she has a fascinating story herself. She chose more mixed martial arts because it was a form she needed to defend herself. She was, she had some, um, something that happened to her and instead of kind of dwelling in that, and she, she went all in, in terms of like, I'm going to never allow this to happen again. And she became a, uh, she, her nickname is the killer B. Cause she, mm-hmm. if you see her fight, she's relentless, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, whoever, whoever harassed her in be in before definitely, would not be able to do that again to her
0: and let's not forget i i don't there's this recent uh america's got talent with the taekwondo team the demonstration oh my god that was yeah that yeah, was amazing my well they just recently um you know got the golden buzzer and yep. i was like looking at it i was like god i wish I wish somebody on that team was Vietnamese because, you know, Taekwondo is a traditionally Korean sport that's the birthplace of all of us. And I was like, God, I wish there was a Vietnamese person or so that we can bring on my show. And well, there
1: there actually is. And I and I'm, I'm going to bring this person on your show um, a little bit after. Um, well, he they reached out in the summer. Yeah, they,
0: I don't know who reached out on your show, but um, this is why we're doing this, because you and I and mm-hmm. we'll, let's put it out there. You and I have a responsibility to bring these names um i'm covering it in a in in a way that is a getting their whole life story you're covering it in these like uh very contextual their yep, yep. sport and you know i i can't drill down to those kind of details because i just don't come from that world but um long wing is the team uh He's sort of their spokesman for America's Got Talent. His girlfriend reached out and and hit us up on Instagram or, or email, and uh, we he's Vietnamese, and and they're brothers. There's three brothers that come from that Taekwondo. They're a family of Taekwondo guys, and I, I I'm speechless when when I think about the 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 level that they're playing at, that that, that they're training at. It's. It's so beautiful to know that there's Vietnamese people in in that kind of in that world. Oh, absolutely!
1: And when it comes to martial arts, I mean, there's that's something that I'm just scratching the surface on. Man, I talked, yeah. I I spoke more about just MMA, but if we're just talking about all disciplines of martial arts. Um, there are a lot of families here in um in in the states. There's probably families in Canada that really take it seriously and it probably competed at some high levels. You know, um the 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 one that I was mentioning earlier, um, that I was referring to earlier, um, he is martial arts and also from the stunts world um, in Hollywood, and he is in the upcoming um, very important film for Marvel Studios called Chang Chi, and he actually plays a, a mask, um, the mask villain,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, which is very important to this origin story for Chang Chi, and he's of Vietnamese heritage, so it's something that. Um, I'm very proud to be uh, a promoter in, in, yep. uh, of that project. But because Marvel and Disney are very um, protective of their characters, not just the actors, but their characters, um, because their fan base, theres I, I feel like there's K-pop fan base, but Marvel fan base are just as um intense yeah <laughs> their base, they have all these theories and speculations and such so it's very they're um the identity of this actor i can't um talk about until um after the film comes out yeah yep 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 but uh, um what but he is a vikyu and he's uh amazing for him to get uh i mean look here guys a marvel villain is Vietnamese, like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, an actor playing it, so it's not a Vietnamese character, but I, I, think that's a that's a big deal, man. In my opinion, I think that's huge. a pretty cool
0: deal. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. I mean, and the, imagine the skill level that you have to be at to like be in a movie like that. That's, that's a world class shit, right? It's like exactly. Another level, mm-hmm. and and you know, so that's the debate of why uh, sports is. It's not a debate. It's a fact that sports is so important now. Um, I'm beginning to learn this. Uh, sports is so important for representation, right? And and
1: also, I um one other note is um, uh, football, American football. Um, there are a couple of, of, of guys, but um, but now kind of moving over to the biggest sport in the world, in my opinion, soccer. Um, the Vietnam's national team, soccer team, is literally on so close to being able to qualify for the world cup 2022 now that is going to be very fascinating on a lot of different levels man and i I, why i'm extremely excited to to talk about it because you know being vicky ourselves and being from the diaspora um it's you know when when it comes down to there's nothing more national pride than soccer right so when it comes time to World Cup 2022, if Vietnam is in it and we're in to to shop ask. here in Little Saigon or in Garden Grove or San Jose, California, what is gonna happen to these guys that are in those coffee shops or in those bars? Um, are they going to not cheer for the Vietnamese national team because of their viewpoints of a flag? Or are they gonna put that aside and look at the heritage and the nationality and, um and and root that on so it's going to be you know uh, from somebody who is going to be in the middle of that from a, a you know a moderator and a speaker I'm going to ask a million questions and I know you are too and what is it going to be man World Cup is a big deal you love soccer and you love being Vietnamese Wh- <laughs> are, are are you going to root for them or are you're not going to root for them
0: So let's talk about that, because I think that that is such a worthy topic. And we're talking about it here. I brought it up in my show before with certain people. And now we're going to have to talk about this because now let's talk about it. Shit's
1: changing. Shit's changing. Exactly. So it's a you know, we're not there yet. But I mean, I just even Vietnam just finished amazing, amazing qualifier. Um, And these young guys that are now bona fide stars in Vietnam, I mean,
0: it's exciting. It's exciting, it's so man. It's exciting. super exciting. And I remember when are... Koreatown shut down because uh, Korea hit the World Cup, and it was just, it was pandemonium in Koreatown. I mean, I this remember. is history.
1: This is history for us as, as a community, right? So if we make it to the World Cup, the biggest stage of them all, what are we gonna do as a community? Little and Saigon's and gonna...
0: gonna turn the lights off and shut down, and you know, what what are we doing in, in OC, right? Like that... right. So
1: I, so it's, you know, I know we, and I feel honestly, 99% sure we're, we're going to do what we need to do. Um, that team is an incredible team. They're going to, they're, they're going to make it. And we're going to, for a year up into the world cup, you and I are going to be busy having these conversations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. Conversations
1: because it's, um, you know, soccer is a very Nash people. People are very proud about representing their heritage. There's nothing more than you know. People are draped in their flags. People are you know speaking language. You know, it it, it in the country of Vietnam, it's gonna to to... bring enemies and <laughs> together. Like yeah. you know, everyone's gonna be
0: brothers for that one game. You know. But Johnny, let's let's really sure. talk about this because I think this right here. Is the demarcation, the line where this is the point in our history, in our people's history, that's actually going to now turn it around with this conversation about the flag? Because are you going to get behind this flag or not? Because the rest of the world does not recognize anything but that flag, the red flag with the yellow star. The World Cup is not going to put up two flags.
1: The, FI- the FIBA, the, F- no the FIBA way. organization, they're not going to put up two flags when it comes to that nation. It's the same thing with the Loetian, um flag as well. Like yeah. they got, you know, who's covering this go- shit? Like NBC, are they going to put up two flags or one flag? Right? It's- are, are they going to refer to it? You know, and this, this, this hurts. But are they going to refer to the city of? You know they're not going to say the word saigon on tv because it's not mm-hmm. it's, it's not, not right it's
0: not in the right but then here get, get this shit. here's another comparison that really hurts too i mean it has to hurt we come from the, the we are the confederate soldiers mm-hmm. kids that's right there's an x that flies in the south of the confederate flag that's the losing side right that's not the stars and stripes that we see today that's right. You know, and it, it's such a painful acknowledgement that our three red stripes is this um w- and we come from that. We that's our that's right. families. Those are our families. Well, the
1: m- most of us here in North America, yes. Um yes. so the when I speak specific. to when I speak to the Europeans, it is a very European Vietnamese. It's a different conversation. It's
0: a different conversation. <laughs> it's a totally different conversation. <laughs> it's a very there's different a, conversation. There's a very Different conversation with, especially Parisian uh, Vietnamese that come from, you know, families of the '50s. It's a totally different animal. Oh, too. this is
1: not even this is a non-issue. So, um, they're <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> it'll but, be a fine World Cup. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's like you know, I hope that right now, like this point in time that we're marking right now, this conversation. Uh, I wonder how many other Vietnamese Americans are talking about it. I think you and I are the first ones who are actually like, now I'm going to start beating the drums of this conversation. This flag conversation is important because, look, I come from the, the side that had to flee. I come from the side that is not in the majority. You know, me, you, and a lot of us Vietnamese American kids are the product of a different flag. And That's it's right. just like, uh, so wait. When we go to the World Cup, are we left out now? And 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 you might, you know, people who are ag- against the, the 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 star flag might be like, um, you know, you guys are, are they, they don't look at us that way. They don't look at us like as different. We're all Vietnamese. Correct. So let's look, we... let's
1: actually let's let's talk about it from the that point of view. Is like come join us man we actually want you yeah. to be with us it's, we're not talking about a uh, government focused type of conversation we're just talking about us as a as as a nationality like we you know you are we always view you as a vietnamese you know um uh, let's not put something like divide us and let's let's just drill it down to the people and let's not now talk
0: about is, is it our is it our uh previous generation our parents generation that are giving us the pressure and making us think a certain way or are we free to finally break free of the of the chains that bind us to think a certain way right are we now uh strong enough as adults men and women to make our own decisions and say hey this is time for unification worldwide to make sure that we get the representation as a country, not as some factions of a, of a country. And I can't even believe I'm saying these words. You know, that's 20 years ago. These were I could not utter this kind of thinking. Right. But now I'm questioning it. Like, where do we stand now, mom and dad, parents, uncles, aunts? Like, where do we uh, where are we in the conversation? And I and I and I would love to hear what the older generation says, because I want to do it respectfully. And I want to do it in... At the end of the day... With love.
1: Exactly. It's when when we're speaking hard truth and we're doing it from a place of love, it's going to be... There's... How the other person will take it, it's that you can't control. But I think what... But not addressing the elephant in the room is we're going to continue down this path for until that generation passed. But there are still going to be um, residuals from... um, the generation like you and I, who the the kids will not dare ever to uh to to think for nothing for themselves, but like yeah, I mean yeah, essentially like making their own making their own assessment because but I think that's due to um, influence from their family and res- and respect for their family, but not also knowing truly the changes that has happened in um mm-hmm. for the country and the people you know uh, a lot of the folks that are there now um they honestly didn't grow they didn't a large portion of the the younger kids right now they didn't grow up during the war or having to deal with that right they so we can't completely put them in a in a um in a bucket and say like we are we don't align with your viewpoints um because you were born in vietnam you know that's not fair you
0: know no not at all That's not fair what are we afraid of what 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 are guys like you and i really afraid of when when we see the flag what um that that red flag with the star yellow star what are we truly thinking of in our mind i i'm about diploma like i i want
1: i'm about diplomacy right now um which is like trying to my responsibility in the media um or working in the media currently is i want to have as many of these conversations so that we can respectfully um let us over here uh, the the people that went through all that heal and be able to start opening looking at um start uh, unpacking so that they can start um not look at the current vietnam um and put everybody in you know put everybody together, group, group everybody together because of what happened in the past, right? Um, and I feel that whenever we, what I'm afraid of is as soon as I say an opinion, um, that conversation is gonna be shut. And I think we experienced that even in the 2020 election with um, in America, with the recent, with between yeah. Trump and Biden, where um, Trump supporters, why they were so effective Uh, and uh, more so than the Biden supporters were, Trump supporters were true believers in everything that he was, and they would not even hear an opposing view. Like um, whatever way you throw at it, it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. That's the response. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. And even if you're throwing factual stuff and um, you can, these these people's beliefs, um, the Trump supporters' beliefs were so strong that no matter what you said, you could not change their mind, and well, I felt it, like
0: it, it boils down to this. And here's uh, just on a very plain, simple man like the way I think about this is a, uh, um, you know, boiled down to whether it's Trump or the flag or a lot of these things, the, the 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 reply, the argument that comes back to me time and time again is, you didn't live through the oppression, you did not live through that time period. You will never understand it. Trump stands for going up against China and going up against the mm-hmm. the oppressive regimes that are still in, in. Now, how do we know if if this is a reality in the current uh, world today? You know, China and, and this sort of like oppression comes in the wave to the United States and becomes a reality here. Uh, that is a, a question that lingers in the back of my mind because they experience it they're they're passing on the trauma of that sort of that that scarcity almost you know view
1: but it's still kind of exactly but it's still living in scarcity yeah. uh, you yeah. know i think that one thing i'm very proud um to to that i observe is um with our you know what i've observed from some of the other our other southeast asian um um counterparts. brothers and sisters mm-hmm. over their counterparts and um is that the vietnamese as a community we have you know from our, our 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 professional growth and our our impact in the business world and professional world we we at, here in the US we've, we we've gotten into a lot of amazing things man you know what i mean um so i feel that that that's something if we live from we we can start shifting our viewpoint, uh, shifting from that scarcity to abundance perspective. Because you know, especially here in the uh, in the Orange County, Houston, San Jose area, there are people that there's a large middle class, there's a large uh, elite class, and I, 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 we did that because we were we're amazing, we're, we're 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 relentless, we're great people, man. So I feel like, what else are we? Why are we holding on? Why do we continue to keep on living in the past? Right, it's respecting the past, but we we can't continue to well. That that live fear past, lives but... on
0: in the previous generation, and I understand it—the the fear and the pain. I mean, the pain is huge because you know they lost lives and they lost. Oh, the, the pain is real, and they lost and a lot and of that, stuff. And that's for that
1: reason. That's why I I said earlier, yeah. way earlier, it was that if we actually knew, instead of kind of like coddling our feelings and go like we knew um, that all this stuff was that freaking hard you know i think even i would have been uh, my 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 journey as a vietnamese man um discovering my identity would be a lot sooner i probably would be like i'll be so heartbroken or i'll be so like uh, um so thankful you know maybe um my my, my viewpoint be i'm so thankful that you went through all that let me do what i can to preserve our culture to uh inspire this next generation um to um to keep this you know keep keep growing our culture you know what i'm saying like i'm doing that now in my my 30s but maybe that would have shifted my my um my yeah, motivation and, earlier
0: and you know 20 30 years from now downstream you're going to see the product of that kind of belief that you have you know mm-hmm. um that's probably what the koreans are experiencing worldwide that sort of uh belief that there was a johnny Win. 30 years ago with that same attitude that you have right now that's doing their vidq media form 30 years ago and now look at the seeds that they've planted they've become these like massive oak trees in the world of media and entertainment and representation and people who are not korean want to learn the korean language so i think we have a lot of work to do and i want to um i i want to tell you how uh, proud i am of your work and how much uh, I look forward to having you back on the show many, many more times so we can have these kind of discussions and work in conjunction with each other uh, because we're in the same space and we are here to amplify the people around us and we are here to really push up uh, and 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 bring up um, our fellow Vietnamese uh, people.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, just to kind of echo that, my, my, my 100% intention and it's not money motivated. In terms of why I got back into media, uh, I I went on a hiatus from media uh, to be an entrepreneur and was um was 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 was, was successful there. But my um, my intention is very clear. I want to see us heal. I want to unify. Mm-hmm. And um, I I I I was told from a great mentor. Let's I don't want to use terms like VQs or local Vietnamese and things like that. I want to just use one identifier vietnamese mm-hmm. and um, when we can get to when we get to that level <laughs> um, and the only reason why i put people in categories currently is because that's the only way to describe people's intentions like vikus you know we're still trying to find our identity and 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 even there's subcategories within that VQ americans VQ you know canadians VQ um, europeans as i mentioned earlier um so all these identities are still we're we're, we're they're all special in its own way and um and i find that there's never going to be two stories that are, are are going to be uh alike but we share um but we what we do share in common is that some of the hard stuff It's uh, when it comes to the uh, what our viewpoints on the flag is is always <laughs> never spoken about because um people are afraid of the backlash
0: yeah you know? yeah and we have to navigate it uh carefully and with uh, empathy and compassion and um that's hard to do because uh, we're not programmed that way. I think uh, just on a genetic human level, we're just—you know—it's hard to be that way. And it's and hard, but path.
1: I'm stepping into it in terms yeah. of, and I and I want to make it very clear for me. Um, what what I'm afraid of is because I'm in, uh, I I want access. I want to be able to have people open up to me. That's the reason why sometimes it's, I can't go directly to it. All right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, um, I feel but, you in that. The, but the more uh, the more we're able to at least even scratch the surface or even bring it up and have these conversations um the better. So I feel you know for this older generation we you know I'm speaking to you directly um you know I can never I can never fathom what you guys went through at all but uh, all I can do is be a sounding board for you to um to share your stories and we want to respect your stories um and and and, if, and because- honor, too. an honor. honor. It. And you honor the
0: stories and never forget, but we also have to move on. But not but we, forget. Have to, yeah,
1: we, we, we have. we have to move on. So my message is of love and is of unity. Yeah. And you know, one day I hope in twenty thirty or twenty forty, however long this takes, or I'm here on Earth, um, we could, you know, no longer kind of identify geographically, um, who we um who we are as a as a group. We are just going to be the Vietnamese nationality. Yeah. And united under just united under that
0: well johnny i i want to thank you for today it was a wonderful uh refreshing conversation and we touched on stuff that we um that i did not plan on talking about especially the the, the idea of the flag and who we're cheering for in the world cup in 2022 these are wonderful. It's gonna happen man so i yeah. mean
1: it's it's we're putting it's it out there. it's a phenomenal team and i really uh you know and i've see, i've been to the bars when the, the guys are playing and it's yeah. like what are we, what are we gonna do, guys? You know.
0: Well, we're gonna cheer. We're gonna cheer for the Vietnamese we're people. We're gonna figure this out, and you know, you'll come back on, and we'll talk more about uh, you know the the hopefully when the team uh, coalesces and gets better formed we come back and we can have a discussion because I really want to get into the, the 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 details of that soccer team because I don't know much about it. It sounds like you do. You know a lot about it and hopefully in a few more months, uh, maybe at the beginning of the next year or something uh, specifically for that uh, World Cup or for the uh, soccer team 2022, we can get back and have a discussion. But hopefully I'll have you back on before that to talk about more music and other uh, media projects.
1: Oh, absolutely. Actually, there's going to be cultural events. Uh... I, and and also um, different media um, uh, projects that I'm going to be I, I, that I feel is going to keep inching our way in terms of uh, representation and just great stories to share.
0: Yeah, awesome, Johnny. Thank you so much again, um, and we will talk to you soon. Sounds good, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to the Vietnamese with Kenneth Wynn. The Vietnamese is produced by Brittany Tran and Javier Proenza. Special thanks to Jane Wynn, Catherine Wynn, Tina Pham, Sydney Jamie, and Crystal Trin. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Vietnamese Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe, like, and comment. Please rate and give us a review wherever you find our podcasts. Thanks again for listening.